Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, oh, come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. I can't even tell you, man. Um, I've been doing some thinking. And um, and one of the things that I wanted to uh, mention today to you as one of the uh, principles of success, being grateful at all times is difficult to do. Being grateful at all times is very difficult to do. I, I, I find that to be true with myself. Now, there are others that might be able to do it, but just from talking and listening and, 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 and living and learning, being grateful at all times is difficult to do, but it's necessary. Because it's, it's, it's such an act of faith in knowing that no matter what's going on, it's going to be all right. And it's hard to see that when things are not going in your favor, when things have turned so dramatically the other way. And it seems as though you're the only one in the situation where you're involved with other people or someone got an accusation against you falsely or somebody trying to do something to you unjustifiably, whatever the case may be, when it's happening to you, it does appear to you that, oh my goodness, man, this is horribly one-sided. So it is difficult. It is hard to do, to be grateful at all times, but it's so necessary. And I, I just, I just want to point out a couple of things to you. First of all, the difficulty in being grateful in hard times is that, number one, the, the present circumstances oftentimes is just so pressing and so overwhelming that a lot of your energy is devoted to trying to come up with the solution for that or trying to muster the strength to weather the storm or trying to just brace yourself to try to get through it. And in doing that, you don't, it's hard to be grateful. It's hard to be grateful in pain. And I know it is. But but here is the trick for me. This is what I've had to learn how to do. And I, I, I guess it takes practice to get here. It's not nothing you just start doing right away. You got to practice it in small increments to really get it. What I've always had to say to myself and what I've learned to say to myself is, this is happening to me because God is working me through something. This is happening to me because it's some form of test that I have to pass in order to graduate to the next grade, in, that, in order to be allowed to move to the next level. This is happening to me because there's something I need to purge my life of, my body of, my spirit of. Something's purging in me. And when you purge something, it's it's painful. You know, it's like a person getting off drugs. The withdrawal is agonizing, I've, I've been told. And every documentary I've ever watched, it it's an agonizing process. 
to go cold turkey, to withdraw, to pull away after you've been doing something so long. And so I know that this process is tough when you're going through some pain, but when you're purging your system, when you're, when you when you're having to pass a test, when you're about to make, when, when you're being made ready for the next level, that moment right in there in realizing that that's what's happening. That's where you find the gratitude. That's where I found the gratitude. I hope I'm explaining this correctly. I'm going to keep trying until I get it. But that's where you find the gratitude. The, the second part of it is, is that God has never left me. In all the things I've done, in all the mistakes I've made, all the lies I've told, all the situations I've gotten myself into from being greedy and wanting too much for me at the expense sometimes of other people, not doing it deliberately or in a vindictive way because I've never had that spirit. I'm not a vindictive or a mean person, but sometimes in my life, in wanting to do what I wanted to do, I didn't totally weigh out the cause and effect of the other person. I mean, can I just be real with you with that? I mean, how many times we done all done that? Look, it don't make you a bad person. You know, uh, good people do bad things all the time. I just happen to have come to the realization that unknowingly and 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 not and not uh, with malice intent towards a person. I've I've hurt people looking at something I wanted to do without really looking at what the cause and effect would be on the other person. So in doing some of these things, I've created situations for myself, but God through his grace and mercy has allowed me to even get beyond that. So when I'm saying that God has never left me in spite of myself, he's always gotten me through. So that's the other part of it too. See that no matter what you're going through, You've got to understand that God has always gotten you through it. Now, hasn't he? Now, it may not be the way you wanted or the way you liked, but guess what? You you can't do wrong and not pay for that now. that That's not how this works. That's never going to be the case. But the great thing about God is he fires warning shots at us all the time. He gives us an opportunity to stop. You know, he don't fully punish us right away every time we do something wrong, now does he? You know, eventually you're going to get caught doing whatever it is you're doing. You do understand that, don't you? But the first time that close call, that was a warning shot for you to stop. Look, I know you're not perfect. I know we all sinners down here. So I know you're going to make mistakes one time. I know you was looking at her when you wasn't supposed to. I know you said something to him when you wasn't supposed to. I know you got with her when you know you wasn't supposed to. And I know you got with him when you know you wasn't supposed to. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fire a warning shot, and maybe you'll slow your roll this time. But we keep on, though, see? See, see that's what happens. See, we just keep on. And then the next thing you know, we get caught. Now, oh, Lord, have mercy. I want out of this. Yeah, well, see, you done dug this hole pretty deep. And he going to get you out. But there's some things that's got to go down now because you didn't pay attention to the warning shot. See, had you stopped the first time you 
felt bad about it and said you wasn't going to do it no more, the situation wouldn't be as critical. But because we don't stop and we go again, but God always forgives. He always allows us to get back up again. He always gives us mercy. He always gives us his grace. He always does that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it again. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, baby. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where you are, no matter how far. Don't worry, baby, just call my name. I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have to worry. Why? Because, baby, there ain't no (laughs) mountain high enough. Ain't no Valley low enough Ain't no river Wide enough To keep me from getting to you, babe I dedicate that to Uh, uh, This is the whispers uh-huh. <laughs> you about to get backslapped yeah, by four people up in here. Come on, children. Through the Zoom. Through the Zoom. Hey, man, listen to me. When we have these moments, stay away from these, boy. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> Junior. Just felt like we're going to skip your ass, Junior. <laughs> Nephew yes. Thomas. Top, top. What it do? What it do? Some damn whispers. <laughs> I just like to look at the face though, when you make the face. And we love the whispers. Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. But what you don't do is get the names wrong. Right. Legend. You know, when legend. Roscoe Wallace is singing that hard. Yeah. He opened up with listen, baby. Love to listen. Love to listen. <laughs> he op- 
that he got needed my your attention. attention. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I love, man. Man. And then yes. Roscoe just saying hard at the most yeah. unnecessary time. Right. Yeah, because Nurse ain't no mountain high. Why the high had to be so hard? Because it's high. But I like the, See, I like the river, too. It's the river. Wow. Was Ain't no oh, river wide it's the enough, baby. It's the wide. See, it's the wide, wide you, got to, you got to make it sound wide. wide. And if the mountain high, you got to make it like it's a hard climb. Oh, you break valley okay. up. Okay, there's, there's a method to this. Okay. okay. Uh, Ain't no valley low. <laughs> you go down there. <laughs> you hear that valley? <laughs> Ain't no valley there. low enough. It's the low, baby. Time. It's the low, Ooh. not the valley. And then, the and then get to it. If you need me, call me. See, that's what. Oh man. Even Woo. that's hard singing though. <laughs> For <laughs> that him. Part. Yeah. Man. Oh. That's great. That's how I want to start it off. What's up, Carl? On uh, Instagram, Earthquakes Instagram, he has an old throwback video of you holding, hosting the Apollo. And mm-hmm. this dude did the Temptations, but it was oh. one guy. He oh, did yeah, he all did all five of them. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I was like, the only reason they let him live that night <laughs> is because he was trying so hard. <laughs> he was all five of them. All right, listen, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO, the chief love officer in the building. Are you ready, sir? Always. Here we go. This one is from Felicia in Nashville. She says, I'm a single woman, and I recently moved to an apartment building close to my job. In passing, I've met a few men in my building. One very handsome guy got my attention and asked for my number. A few days later, I met him in the lobby, and we walked to a cafe. It was the worst date, and he sat and talked about himself for two hours. (laughs) I was honest with him and told him that there wouldn't be a second date. I guess he's not used to being rejected because the next day he left flowers outside my door and he put two notes on my car. He calls and texts me every day, all day, and I don't answer him. He's uh, too close for comfort, so what should I do? Mm. Well, listen to me, Felicia. Uh, Slow down a little bit. What should I do now? He may not be a bad person. Let me tell you what uh, some men do, and I think Tommy and Kia can attest to this. What some men do when we meet somebody that's fine and we're attracted to is not that we ain't used to being told no. He's obviously sending flowers and notes. He's trying to get at the best we can. He got in front of you, and he tried to impress you. The problem a lot of guys make is when they're trying to impress you, they end up talking about themselves for two hours because he's trying, he trying to put the bow on the package so you'll want to open it the best he can. But you had to sit there and watch him tape up the box, Put the wrapping paper yeah. on it, put yeah. the bow on it, put the glitter on it, and sign the note. And you had to see all that. That's a mistake he's made. Now, it has worked for him before, but it's not working with you. And so all you got to do is say, hey, listen, this is what this is, what this is and this is why I see. And then see if there's another side to this guy, because it very, male, very, very, way male, very well may be. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't talk like that. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to say, because maybe that's just how he is. Yeah. That was part two of the worst. <laughs> that's she said it was the worst date, and he is. sat and talked. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the worst date because of that, probably. <laughs> yeah. It could have okay. been the worst date, but, mm-hmm. you know. Don't make an enemy out of him. 
Yeah, and you're he lives guilty. in the same building. You just got there. Mm-hmm. Bet you, I just bet you tell him what he did wrong. I bet you he'll change it. Yeah, all you gotta do is feed him, oh, feed him soft serve ice never, cream. Yeah, he'll never mm. do it again. Right, that's what you okay. do. All right, Kara in uh, St. Louis says, I'm 24 years old and I'm a nanny for a couple that has a four year old and I've been with them for three years. For the past two years, I've been sleeping with the man of the house, and I'm disgusted by what I found out. I know they ha- I knew they had cameras in the house, so we were always careful where we had sex. I thought we were dodging the cameras, but he was filming it each time we had sex in the house. He casually confessed to me that he has videos of us having sex, and his wife has watched some of the videos. He said the videos what? turn her on. I'm freaked out by this, but he said it's fine. Should I talk to his wife at all or start looking for a new job. <laughs> what? What is coming for you? I kind of. What? Wait a minute. Hold on, wait. Little girl. Little girl. You think that he he might just be trying to relax you. You really think you're going to take the chance that he didn't show these videos to his wife and she cool with it? You finna take that chance? So you gonna go in there and talk to his wife about a video that she may know nothing about? What video? That's what... She's not thinking like that, though, Steve. You know it. Huh? She's not thinking like that. No, well, I'm telling her, you better start thinking about that before you go in there and have this conversation with this woman. Right. (laughs) Because this man could just be lying. Oh, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I've been watching. I show my wife, too. It turns Ooh, her it's a own. new day. It's a new <laughs> what? day, man. God, no. You don't start looking for a n- new job today. What Look, girl, if you don't get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Girl. And don't sleep. This ain't your husband. man. Yeah. My bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Junior's stupid. <laughs> right, she Junior. <laughs> yeah. She don't know nothing about right. She don't know nothing about these videos. Bro. <laughs> Bro, you go in there and make that announcement. You, I'm, go ahead, Shelly. Don't do it. Sum, <laughs> Summer is an iHeartRadio app listener, Steve. She says, I'm a 46-year-old female, and I am in a situation with my pastor. I went to see the pastor about a problem I was having with a man, hoping pastor could counsel me. He told me that he'd be happy to help me if I gave him a small gift. I gave him $20, and he told me I could do better than that. I told Mm. him that was all the cash I had, and he said I had something better than the cash. After Mm. I figured out what was going on, I called him all kinds of names, and Mm. I left. I told my sister what happened, and she said that our pastor has been doing this for years. Come Uh, on. This isn't right, and and I want to report him, but my sister said not to. What do you think? Mm. Report him to who? (laughs) Oh, he the pastor. Uh, okay. She, he, they're I mean, but, well, who should, yeah. um, whoa, whoa. I mean, but when she say reporting, what does she mean by that? Maybe, you know, to, there's a board, a governing uh-huh. board, you know, mm-hmm. someone higher up, like. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I don't that, know nothing about the, that. Over the church, you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because the elders. <laughs> going to tell the elders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it, Junior. <laughs> that's lady, lady, why don't you just leave Summer. the church? <laughs> See this one right here. You ain't got to punish him. You don't think that he got it coming. You don't think that if you in the Lord's house doing something with Jesus' name attached to it and it's sinful, you, girl, you ain't got to do nothing. Matter of fact, I would leave the church before the lightning bolt hit. 
<laughs> you know, I don't want the lightning bolt to come through the uh, ceiling and hit the pulpit and then knock the cross off the wall, and I'm sitting in the stand back there. Now, I busted my head open because the neon cross that fell on top of my head, <laughs> and the Lord was punishing him. I don't want that to happen. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, sometimes people are so yeah, attached to their church and everything. Mm-hmm. To the but wrong case, pastor? Yeah. To a pastor that ain't trying to help you for $20 because you got something better right. than that? Right. That's right. right. All right, thank you, Man, CLO. Please. Coming up next, Tommy's Run That Prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending national and entertainment news, Lil Wayne is facing 10 years on weapons possession. What? Yeah. Uh, Beyonce releases Ivy Park workout video. Plus, ladies, get ready because next hour we will tell you who is the sexiest man alive. But right now, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, you're you're here to run that prank back. That's it. Yeah, that's what you need to do. That is it. (laughs) Worried about this title. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is all. (laughs) What you got, Nev? (laughs) The title. (sighs) That's it. I forgot my title. Just oh, I yeah, know what it is. You hit my car. Yeah. You hit my car. Damn. I, I don't like. I don't like. Y- y'all just took my spirit, but that's okay. You hit my <laughs> what? car. What? Yeah. Might as well take your spirit. You ain't gonna get the title. So <laughs> they took that too, Steve. Yeah. You hit what my you car. With both of them. <laughs> Let's go, cat. This is she. Do you live in apartment number 78? Uh, that depends on who asking. My name is Herman Wells. I live in building three, apartment 105. Do you live in apartment number 78? What you want with where I live? Look, ma'am, do you drive a Camry, a Toyota Camry, a light blue one? Yes. All right. Your next door neighbor then told me that you ran into my car. I got a Benz, a black one, a 2005 C240. Now, I got light blue scratches on uh, my... Wait, wait, wait. My neighbor told you what? Your neighbor. Uh, matter of fact, his name is uh, Brian Kendall. I you talked mean to... the cross-eyed mother that live across the hall? The what? The cross-eyed that live across the hall told you what? Man, listen. All I know is he say he live in apartment 80. He live next door to you. You live in a supposedly apartment 78 right here in Cambridge Court Apartments. Now, all I'm saying is... He told me your car is the which is the light blue car hit my backed into my car. Now I ain't trying to create no problem, but somebody gotta fix my car. Now I got light blue scratches on my bands. Uh last I checked, my light blue camera wasn't the only light blue camera they made. Ma'am, you the only light you the only light blue car in the parking lot. Ain't no even I'm light... the only light blue car in the parking lot right now. I ain't gonna say I've been the only light blue car in the damn parking lot. <sighs> Ma'am, I'm not. I'm... Look, and I'm in the middle of watching tea. What can I do for you? What you mean, what can you do for me? You didn't hit my car. I ain't, ain't t- touch your damn car. Is you got some cameras out in this parking lot that saw me hit your car? No, I don't have no cameras, but at well, least. Well, then, uh, I believe this conversation is over. And I don't give a damn what the cross-eyed man across the hall told you. Look, let me tell you something. You didn't hit my car. Now you're going to oh, sit up and act like you ain't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, player. Uh, is you yelling at me? I'm and not yelling at you, but you didn't hit my car. You the I only light. Touch your damn Ma'am, car. you the only Fair light blue car in the parking lot. I'm the only light blue car in the parking lot now. 
And as a matter of fact, my car ain't even in the parking lot. My sister borrowed my car to go to the store. Well, is it possible that your sister is the one that hit my car? No. Nah. What? Okay, is, is your sister, when is she coming back? Maybe she hit my car and didn't tell you she hit my car. No, she ain't hit your car. She ain't hit your car because she would have told me she hit your goddamn car. Look, uh, I said ain't nobody hit your damn car. My car ain't got no damn scratches on it. What you ain't going to so be doing is sitting here cussing at me, though. It, then you I don't give a f what kind of scratches you got on your car, but I can't do a damn thing about it. And even if you did, let me just be clear, I ain't got no insurance no way so i can't do nothing for you wait a minute wait a minute let me tell you something you it ain't got to tell me you ain't got to tell me a thing and as far as i'm concerned this conversation is over wait a minute let me ask you Have a hung up? call her back mister you act like i ain't got you gonna pay Isaac for these scratches on my car i got thirty five hundred dollars worth of scratches thing. on my car and I don't you give a about no you had them scratches on your car already, and you ain't finna use me as no excuse to get you no new paint. I job. ain't had no scratches already on my car. Oh, yeah, you I, had them. Oh, yeah, you had no, them. No, I oh, did that's not. That's what I'm going to tell the insurance adjuster if he come over here. Nah, because you going to be using your insurance. I already told you I ain't got no. Look, don't make me come over to your apartment number uh, 78. I'm standing in the door. I'm on my way to the door now. I'm standing in the door. Come on. Come on. Look, I got $3,500 worth of scratches on my car that you need to pay for. You're the you only, you're the only light blue. My car ain't even worth $3,500, so you already doing better than me. What? 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 Look, I already told you. I'm tired of talking to you. I'm watching TV, and you ain't got shit else to talk to me about. I, I need to talk you, to you I'm about fixing, this car. Lady, listen. Car. I got 35 I didn't touch I your car. My car ain't bumped up against your car. I ain't even parked next to no BMWs lately. It's a Benz. What a the hell ever? It's a Benz C240, a black... I don't give a damn if it's a, a Benz 777. I can't help you. They don't make a 777. I don't La give a damn. Lady, look, you know what? Can I say something to you? No, you can't say a You know what you can say to me? You can say bye. I just want to say one more thing to you. One more thing. I'm going to give you one more motherfucking thing. Go ahead on. All I want to say is, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your sister Robin out of D.C. put me oh, up to... Oh, that <laughs> going to make me... You know what? I don't even have y'all damn show. I listen to the show on the internet. And this bitch... Oh, you wait till I talk to her all right, Mr. Dale, but listen, before you go, can you tell me, what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, nephew Tommy. You knew you didn't run into nobody, I huh? knew damn well I ain't hit nobody, because I be trying to plug my stuff out there, Fox, so <laughs> won't nobody hit me, you know? Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye. What, 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 what? What, what, what? I'm talking about, man, no fear. Somebody owe me $3,500. My car ain't even worth no blankety blank $3,500. So you already doing better than me. Boy. You act like I ain't got caller ID because you call him back. Yeah. Mister, Mister, you act like. What, 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 what? I'm standing in the door. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Man.
That yeah. sister right there, it was nothing you could say to her. But I'm she was smart, though. She said, Very, that's and why I love you her. Just because you done had somebody mess up your car and you trying to get me to take your, your mistake because you hit your car. Your car was hit before you came over. And that's what I'm going to tell you. Sure, it's Justin Winnie. Come over here and talk <laughs> uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She knew all the people all involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She was ready. She stayed ready. <laughs> she Quit. was ready. Oh, Quit. Quit. Love. What? Right. What? What? <laughs> Miss Adele. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love All right. Waco, Texas, baby. The food is coming to town to the Hippodrome. That is the Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, social distance. We're going to have two shows just to make sure you are social distance and safe. So come out and hang out with your boy, nephew, Tommy, and friends. Waco, Texas, Black Friday. It's going down. Stupid is on the way. That's all I got to say. That's enough. Okay. Love to see it. I All hope right, Mr. Dell to see you. Uh-huh. I, I hope Mr. Dell is in the audience. He'll be back out there when his vaccine come through. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going back out when the vaccine come through. <laughs> My sister working on can't it. risk it. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world, and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In today's entertainment news, Lil Wayne is facing 10 years, 10 years behind bars after being hit with a federal weapons charge. The U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Florida has charged Lil Wayne with one count of possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted felon. The charge is tied to a December 2019 incident where a federal agent searched Wheezy's plane at a Miami airport stopping in Florida en route to California. When it happened, his lawyer said that he was cleared to leave, even though the search turned up guns and drugs. It appears things have finally caught up to Wheezy, and he's due in court next month to face charges. Wow. Face those charges. Tell him to call 45 so, to help him. Yeah. Trump. Wow. Better drop his name in a song first, yeah. then. Yeah, then make it hard. Yeah. But let me ask you something. The story says he was... He landed in Miami, going to Cali. Did he? Was he coming from out the country? Uh, it, it didn't say. It didn't the say. The beginning just, of the story says what exactly? Yeah. Okay. That um, the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Florida has charged Lil Wayne with a count of fi- firearm possession and amuse- ammunition possession by a convicted felon. Uh, this is oh. from a 2019 incident where uh, federal agents searched his plane in Miami, stopping in Florida en route to California. It didn't say anything about coming okay. out of the country. So, well, yeah, that's yeah. what it has to be, though. You don't oh, okay. stop in Florida to go to uh, L.A. When you enter the country on a private, uh-huh. you have to stop at the first port of entry mm-hmm. and clear customs. 
Break it down for us. Uh-huh. Go ahead. That's uh-huh. the only reason. That's why <laughs> I private play. Private. Yes. yes. That's yes. the only reason why you have to stop in Miami to go to California. There's no okay. other way to do that. You ain't gonna leave New York and have to go to Miami to go to California. Yeah. So okay. he had to be coming from out of the country and uh-huh. he landed and they searched his plane and he didn't clear customs. He Break has a major problem right now though, partner, because you cannot be a convicted felon on With probation and have and a firearm. You can't have that, dog. Ammunition too. And that's yeah. messed up, man. That's yeah. messed up. Breaking he gonna have to get up. some real help. Forty-five, ten years. Yeah, oh yeah, he supported. Well, you know, you call him. Maybe he'll get, get a, a pardon. pardon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Beyonce is using her inner Jane Fonda to promote her Ivy Park Drip Two collection. In case you missed it, the uh, Drip Two Point Two Black Pack that dropped yesterday was accompanied by an '80s Jane Fonda-inspired fitness video. Take a listen to Beyonce's cute intro. Welcome to my park. Everyone, grab your weights. Today, we're going to do some aerobics that keep you thick and smiling. Where's the smile, honey bun? I keep you bay thick. Bay-robic. <laughs> I like bay-robic. I like that. Keep you uh-huh. thick. Go ahead, B. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. That is so uh, cute. And, um, yeah, in other trending news, Donald Trump fired the Department of Homeland Security's cyber chief who oversaw election security and guarded against fraud and foreign interference. Uh, the firing comes after Chris- Christopher Krebs, the director of cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency at the Department of Homeland Security, issued a statement that the general election was the most secure in American history. So, he, he told the truth him. and got fired. Yeah. Mm. He's so child. Mm. Oh, he's yeah. so child. How many more people left to be fired? Really? Just fire everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. And you, too much yeah. pressure going to work for the government. It really is. Right now. Right for now. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And uh, can we just stop and say congratulations to our friend, Louisiana Representative Cedric Richmond? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Representative Richmond will join President-elect Joe Biden's White House, departing the New Orleans area House of Representatives. Uh, he's held that seat since 2011. According to the Black Information Network, uh, Richmond will serve as senior advisor to the president and director of the White House Office of Public Engagement, a similar role Valerie Jarrett had to President Obama. So congratulations. Right, yeah. He's been yeah. a guest on our show. Yes, oh, he has. Yes, he has. Oh, that's oh, the one that called yeah. in? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. now I can put a face to a voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cedric, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. when I called him Cedric Robinson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like okay. Richmond. Oh, that was him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. That's gonna be perfect. He ain't gonna take a lot of questions now. You ain't gonna you ain't get too many questions out of him now. What you mean? Senior you're advisor, you know, black people kinda of off, you know, all the questions. I told you to answer once now. I ain't going to take That's it is what I said. Now. <laughs> I said what I said. Yeah, break that's that it. down. <laughs> well, I don't care who you tell it to, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what the president doing. Now this is see y'all tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> he'll serve as senior advisor to the president and director of the White House Office of Public Engagement. Uh, so don't ask too many questions, though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you I don't love get it. your feelings hurt. Yeah, get the best brown, boy. Come on, Joe Biden, let's go. Let's yes, yes, this yes, cabinet, yes. Can't hold cabinet you back, is man. shaping up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love that. it. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Because mm-hmm. you know, whatever happens, you know, it's, he's still gonna be president. So they can do all this. 
you know, messing around with these votes and all this. He's still going to be president. Who is he? Meaning Biden? Yeah. 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 No, no. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you it, still have to go 45. Yeah. Yeah. All this, they're going to be through counting in Georgia this evening. It, they, they've already mm-hmm. shown that there's, they found nothing. Man, Biden, if you want to recount Wisconsin, it costs almost $8 million. You have to prepay for that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Million. Yeah, how's that going for you? Yeah. We lost Michigan yeah. by 140-some thousand votes. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even, come on, yeah. man. So even if they recount, how are they, they're not going to find us. Ain't nobody finna find yeah. 147,000 nothing. No. <laughs> no, just let it go. But he's not going to do that. He's too busy he's throwing drag that ass out of there, though. He's going to yeah. do it. To the left, everything you own in a box to the left. <laughs> Coming up at 20 minutes after, we'll tell you who the sexiest man alive is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, People Magazine announced the sexiest man alive. All right, let's Come go on. around the Give room. Who do you think Give it me is? My drum roll. Who do you think the it is, Steve Harvey? Alive. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The sexiest Come on. man alive. Yes. Sexiest man alive. It was John, uh, John Legend. Yeah. I think it should go to uh, Jimmy Walker. Okay, what? seriously, moving what? on. Okay, what? Junior, who do you think? <laughs> Any man that's working paying bills. Huh. Okay. And that uh-huh. is sexy. I'm uh-huh. not mad at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's okay. absolutely brilliant, Junior. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, way better so... than my answer. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> yeah, but this the answer we waiting on. Yeah, uh-huh. this is what we waiting who, on right now. Who, who do you think it is, nephew? Uh, I need be? a drum roll. I need a drum roll with mine, partner. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, sexiest man alive, Thomas W. Miles II. Right there. Give it to me. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, wrong answer. Wow. Yeah, and oh, by the way, those are called sound effects, and uh-huh. that's a button somebody pressed. Ain't nobody really <laughs> clapping for your ass. <laughs> Not in on this Zoom. All right, so we do need a drum roll here, though, because People Magazine has announced that the sexiest man alive is Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Lord. What? Yes, Yes. Lord. Yes, Killmonger from Black Panther. What you say, Tommy? What you say, Tommy? I be damned. Every year I get looked over. I don't get Every it. single. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Key word, looked <laughs> over. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Michael B. Jordan uh, casually accepted the annual honor, saying, quote, it's a cool feeling. It's a good club to be a part of. As we all know, Michael B. Jordan starred in the boxing franchise Creed. Uh, he also starred opposite uh, the late, great Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther, uh, women gasped and squealed in the movie theater when Killmonger appeared. Michael B. Jordan replaced John Legend, who followed Idris Elba. Ooh. Yes, oh. Lord. Ooh, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Tommy, it could be you next year. They're getting shorter. Uh, no, they haven't. Shut up. Who's uh, short? Don't hate. Don't hate. Ooh, who's who, who's short, Michael, Junior? Michael B. Jordan, then down to John Legend. Tommy, you got a shot. <laughs> <sighs> 
No, he don't. I don't know who on the board. I don't know who doing it. People oh, magazine. that picks him. Yeah, that yeah. picks him at people. Mm-hmm. 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 We're not mad. We yeah. love Michael uh-huh. Jordan. He yeah. I like sexy. Michael yeah, yeah, B. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. He's sexy. Yeah, I was happy for John Legend, too. Uh-huh. And, I was, yeah. too. I was, uh-huh. yeah. Idris, mm-hmm. though. That no, was you were Idris. Idris, no brainer. Tommy Line, you weren't happy for John Legend. Don't lie. Remember right, when he called up. in and told us he could feel it in our voice? Coming the up in 34 minutes after the hour. Call us, 877-29-STEVE. Call us. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, time to go to the phones. Let's talk to the people, Steve. 877, that scared me. 877-29-STEVE. Gave me a little joke. Let's go to line one and talk to Ernestine out of Trotwood, Ohio. Ernestine. Good morning. Good morning. Out of Trotwood, Ohio. Just outside of Dayton, Ohio. Home of Roger Trotman Zap. Home of Slave. Lakeside. The baddest funk bands come long. Straight up out of Trotwood. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. To you guys. I just wanted to say I enjoy you in the mornings. And Steve, you are so inspiring. And um, Tommy, he, he has my whole crew here laughing every morning because he's so crazy. Somebody <laughs> heard him one day for real. Yes. <laughs> for real, Ernestine. <laughs> and I just want to say, in this crazy time, y'all, Steve, you you and your crew gives a lot of inspiration to the people with this crazy lunatic of a president. <laughs> Come on, Ernestine. Tell him, Ernestine. Tell him. His, his nutty ass. Keep him 100. <laughs> 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 hey, man, All right, thank uh, you, Ernestine. We thank you. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Marvelous Marvin Horton, uh, Leon Brutus, uh, oh. down there, my boy Brutus, uh, Buzzy, oh, in Ohio. and uh, Marvelous Marvin Horton, the Dirty Foe. Okay. Yo, All right. <laughs> I was just on the Zoom call with them boys last night. You know, it was Founders Day uh-huh. last oh, night, so a lot yeah. of brothers got together. So shout out to the Dirty Foe. Okay, yep. all right. All right, let's go to line Yo. five and talk to Shelly out of uh, Conyers, Georgia. Shelly. Shelly out of Conyers, Georgia, home of Heat of the Night and also uh, <laughs> the birthplace of uh, Fighting Temptations. Oh. Oh, both all those right. movies were shot you were there. in. You started yeah, in that movie. you were DJing yeah. in that movie. Right. Conyers. Yeah, what's going on with you, darling? What's your comment? Oh, good morning, good morning. I'm, I'm just so glad that they finally going to say that Biden won. Me and my girls, we could not sleep for four years, Stephen Shirley. We could not sleep with this man in office. And we were just, I mean, when I heard he won, I even fell out. So I was like, Lord, we just prayed and prayed. We went out and done our part. We got everybody that riled up to go vote. Me yes. and my girls, you know, we all drive the big rig, Steve. Uh-huh. So we want we want to come on and adverse the men, the women drivers against the male drivers. If we could get in there, <laughs> but oh, we just too. so blessed because oh, none of us have coronavirus, and mm-hmm. we just blessed and we praying for everybody. Thank you, sister. Y'all stay safe out there. Be careful, okay? And appreciate what you're doing. Truckers Shout is essential workers, man, because they bring Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truckers mm-hmm. is essential mm-hmm. workers, Yes, man. they are. They keep All the right, this moving. country going. That's right. That's right. That's, That's right. right. 
Let's go to line three and talk to Annette out of uh, Fort Hood, Texas. Annette. Annette. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all okay. doing this morning? Um, we doing? Um, I wanted to bring up the voting, Steve, because you always say in the vote, vote, vote. Um, I was talking to, uh, prior to the election, I was talking to several people in the state of Texas, and I asked them why they didn't go register and vote. They said because they have felons. I was like, do you know that in the state of Texas, felons could vote? In Georgia, the felons could vote. If more felons, if they got the biggest voice, males and females. If they get out there and register to vote, they will be able to turn these states blue. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't realize mm-hmm. that. Now, there are a lot of laws that have been passed on the state level and federal level where people with felons can vote. So if you are in the state of Georgia and you are a convicted felon, male or female, it doesn't matter. You have until December 7th to go register and vote. All you got to do is go and register vote, and you can participate in changing these two Senate seats so we can really get some things done for the common man. Don't let these people fool you, man. I told you in the beginning Donald Trump didn't care nothing about you. I don't know how he done fooled all these people, got him thinking he do, because he damn sure don't. Prank phone call with nephew Tommy coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I have three boyfriends, but something's missing. Yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into <gasps> really? it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like she's pretty busy, huh? All right, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, nephew? We got Almost fight night, sir. It's Almost. fight night. Tell him. Well, tell, tell, girl, tell him. Sexy Almost. Boy. Almost oh. sexiest man alive. That's what you said. That's almost. like, it's and that almost, almost carries over, Tommy. So, you know, how, how did you mean? Almost cute. <laughs> almost, you know, almost ain't always good. Right. Oh. right. Almost tall. Uh. Uh, I'm not, I, I am tall. Man. You, you heard people no. the other day talking about Tommy tall. Man. You heard oh, when you, no, you don't believe that. We got four witnesses that have seen yeah. you live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was only yeah. one person called. Just, yeah, you're not tall. Up. You just had to be seven clear. Yeah. You got nine million a right. week. And right. <laughs> and ain't no telling how short the person was that called. <laughs> Fight night. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to speak to Troy. Yeah, yes, me. Hey, Troy, how you doing, man? It's Kirby, man. Uh, I live a uh, couple streets over from you. What, what's happening with you, brother? Uh, Kirby. Uh, uh, Kenny. Uh, Ken- Kenny gave me. You got Kenny. You know Kenny on your street, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I know Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Kenny gave me your number, man. I wanted to reach out. I'm inviting a lot of people. Uh. In the neighborhood, man, to, you know, uh, Mayweather fight. So I'm inviting a lot of people over to the fight party over here at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering why I was going to watch it on fight, too, man. That don't sound like a bad idea, man. Okay, okay. Well, listen, man, come on through. Uh, everybody going to be getting here like around 7, 7.30. And, uh, yeah. man, we got food. We got liquor. Margarita machine. My boy, he going to be on the grill with the burgers and the, and the hot dogs, man. And one of my other partners going to be smoking some wings, man. So we we good, man. So I'm I'm just inviting a bunch of people in the neighborhood to come through. Cool. You need me to bring something through, man? Some wine, anything? What? Uh, look here. Now that you uh, now that you mention it, man, we 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 missing a little something. Uh, hey, let me let me ask you this here, uh, Troy. You um, you got cable at your house? Yeah, yeah, I got cable. Here. Okay, listen. Here here what we need, man. 
I, I got about 4,000 feet of cable cord. And what I want to do is come over there and hook up this cable cord to your house and run it two streets over to my house so we can watch the fight in the backyard. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, man. I know you. Hold up, man. <laughs> I know. Hold on. I know you didn't just say. Now, say that again. You want to get that full time. See, 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 see. We got, while. like I say, we got the food, the liquor, all of that, man. You know, a lot of people coming over. But see, the problem is I ain't got cable here at the house. Well, how is you going to have a fight party and you ain't got no cable? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you asked me what could you help out with, so that's what I'm asking you. I, I used to work for the cable company. I know how to hook it up at your house. I know how to bypass pay-per-view. Hey, We're going to hey, run it two streets over. I got a real doable cable cord. I got a big TV I'm going to put out in the backyard. You call me and invite me to a fight party. Y'all ain't got no 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 cable. Now you want me to do something illegal and run 4,000 feet of cable wire two streets over to my backyard over the fence. I'm out here with these white folks. I'm already having a problem with my mortgage already. Now, now, you want me to do something illegal or get me put out? Okay, I, I understand that, dog. But listen, what I'm saying is, dog, we just talking about for a few hours. We ain't going to finish. We ain't, it ain't like we're going to do it for a couple of days or nothing. I, I, I don't know how you, you can even call it. Call up a cat, man, and invite him out to a fight party, and you ain't got no cable. Okay, but I invited you to the, you finna get liquor and food and stuff, man. You finna have a good time. Do man, your I, part. Let, let me let me get a little bit of your cable for a couple hours so everybody can watch the fight. So you want to have a fight party at my house? Man, I don't know you like that. Man, I'm not saying, saying we having it at your house. house. house man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like two streets I'm on We having it at my house. We just using your cable. Man, I can't have no cable. I don't do nothing illegal, man. So I'm not having no police in front of my house, man. I got I got a family now. I'm a family man. I, got, I get up every morning and go to work. I work hard. I'm not going to have I, no And no I got cable, that, man. man. I'm just telling you for a few hours, man, so we everybody can see the Mayweather fight, man. Man, you saying Kirby and Kenny, man, I don't, know, I don't really know y'all people like that, man. I don't know Kenny well. I just know because it keep a nice yard, man. I don't know y'all. I can't be having no laws and all this. My children running while this cable coming from my house. Like, I can't have that, man. Y'all might here with these white folks. These white folks is not having it, man. I understand all that, man, but I didn't invite all these people. I can't disappoint these people. I got to have the fight on at the house. I understand your situation, my brother. I want to be at your house watching the fight, too. But I can't, ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to have no 4,000 for the cable running from my house. I can't see that one happen. I'm, I'm out here in the suburb now with a family now. I can't do them type of things, man. I, can't, I don't want no police. I don't want the cable. Hey, man, you're you the only one in the suburb. I'm out here, too. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not going to disappoint these people. Now, I want to have your approval, but I'm coming to hook this cable up. You coming well to hook up a cable? I'm coming to your house to hook this cable and run it two streets over. Oh, so if I say you can't hook it up, you're going to come and hook it up anyway. That's what you're telling me? I'm telling you I can't disappoint these people. I'm coming to hook this cable up, man, whether you like it or not. Oh, Now, if you put it in front of my I will fold down for the cable. It's going to be a guy. Right. Hey, man, I can't disappoint these people. Now, I'm just trying to get you to show some love for four hours. You're going to disappoint them. We're going to have a show for them. If you come over to my house, you bring them people you got over there with you so they can see a fight. Hey, man, what what are you, what are you saying? You, you're trying to tell me you ain't going to let me hook the cable up when I get over there? I stand up on it. I'll be waiting out there with no shirt and a shot. And you ain't going to land 15 rounds with me. Hey, man, I'm not going to sit here and get it. Me, you was I told cool to an extent, but like, you're not going to get me to break no law in front of my children out here, man. I'm 39 years old. I don't play them games, man. When I was younger, you may want to kind of coerce me with a lot of money. But, hey, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that rock this time, brother. I'm not having all that activity going on in my house. I'm coming over there, and I'm hooking up this table. Well, you come on here, you told me.
I got something for you, Tuffy. You come on. I'm going to sit in front of my house right now. Tell that kid to come 22, Mr. Cameron. I got something for all y'all. All I'm telling you is I'm coming over there to hook my cable up so these people can watch Hey, well, line it up then. Yeah, you gonna come take some care from my house. Line it up. I'm gonna have my wife tape my hands up right now. It's gonna be a fight. I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. Is you listening? I don't care what you say. You come in front of my house, you better bring some help with you, because you ain't gonna leave here. You come in front of my house with cable car. I don't give a d- who you is, and I'm gonna whoop Kenneth. Whenever I see him, I'm whooping him on sight. I don't care if my children in the car, it's his children in the car, and I'm going to whoop you. If you come around here with that nose this time, I'm going to some cable in my eye. I'm going to put some on you right here, man. If you come around in my eyes right now with this I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you listening? What you got to say is you listening to me. I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who is? <laughs> Who you say this is? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I know you ain't called my phone, man. My blood pressure high here. You got me ready to squabble, man. I got bad cholesterol, man. Now, you got to raise my cholesterol level and everything, man. You got me ready to whoop somebody out here. <laughs> All right, man, I got to ask you this right here, Troy. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all crazy. <laughs> Come on, t- come on, Tuffy. Come on, Tuffy. Damn. I love Troy. I love, I love black me? men, man. I, oh, I just do, man. I just I love our propensity no. for violence. He said, I was I'm finna go in here and have my wife take my hands up. This dude finna come out here and be busy, man. <laughs> Yeah. He, no. said, he said, I'm 39, but back when I was young, you could have coerced yeah. me with some money. Right, right, right. Could have gotten it. Ooh, uh. He don't even know those people. He just knows them because they have nice yards. <laughs> I'm out here with these white folks. With these white folks. I'm out here. They ain't finna play this, man. Uh. Oh, I love him. That's I'm alive. That yeah, was good. Baby. King of pranks, baby. King of I pranks. I love black people. I mm-hmm. love us. We wrote yes, the red hair. My wife taped my hands up. <laughs> I said, this, this dude has been a couple straps before. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. I have three boyfriends, but something's missing right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts all 
All right, the countdown is on for the Georgia State runoff dates. Request your absentee ballot right now. December 7th is voter registration deadline. December 14th through the 31st is early voting. December 14th through the 31st is early voting. And January 5th, of course, 2021 is Election Day. Please, Georgia, come on now. We got to do this. Vote for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, okay? We need those two individuals in the Senate. All right. So Joe Biden, president elect, can get his bills through, can get done what he needs to do. Okay, that's what this is all about. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. All right. Part two. (laughs) Yes, we got to do this. Yeah. Our work isn't done. All right. We're going to switch gears. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Oh, uh, don't worry about it. I got it, Tommy. I know. Um, sure, I'm sure I'm introduce you. Tommy can't take it because he found out he ain't the sexiest man alive, so he can't introduce you. So I do it for you. Well, he's going to be missing a lot then. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. It's okay, Tommy. Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> nephew Tommy. Just saying. Girl, subject. <laughs> I have three boyfriends, but something's missing is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29-year-old woman with a great job and a great body, pretty face, and three boyfriends. One boyfriend is 38, and he's an oil company executive. One is 39 years old. He's a police detective. The third one is only 21, and he's a manager at a retail store. They are all good financial providers, and the youngest one is muscular and very handsome. The two older ones spoil me, and I travel extensively with one of them. But there's no real physical attraction to the two older ones. I'm 5'9", and all the men are around my height. I would love a much taller man, but tall men don't like tall women for some reason. I know that you're wondering if I'm having sex with all three, and I'm not. I'm only having sex with a 21-year-old. My friends don't believe that uh, the other two men are spoiling me without having sex, but I'm proof that it can happen. I thought I was going to start falling for the 21-year-old when we had sex, but I didn't. The only thing I'm feeling is empty. I want one man that is a good provider, makes me feel safe, travels with me, and is great in bed. I've been juggling these three guys for two years because I don't want to be alone. I'm at that age where all of my friends will probably end up getting married before me. I've asked my two older boyfriends if they plan to settle down, and they're still not ready. Or... Maybe I'm not the one for them. I've tried to focus on one man at a time, but I got bored and ended up back with the other two. Men date more than one woman at a time and then pick one to settle down with, so why isn't it working out for me? Please advise. Uh, (laughs) There's way too much going on in this letter, way too much. And and I think what's missing here is you um, because you don't have time for yourself. I'm not quite sure what you want. Um, I'm not quite sure. You mentioned marriage, of course. Uh, You mentioned not being alone. Um, You have all these men, but you don't sound happy. You don't, you know, you just sound confused. 
you sound like you might be ready to settle down, like I said, but none of these guys seem to fit the bill. You have pieced together three different guys who have the qualities you want in just one man. But the truth is, if the man you want comes along right now, how is he going to fit into your life? That's the question you have to ask yourself because you have no room or time with him, for him. You, you, you're already juggling three guys. You said it, and you've been doing this for two years. Guys you're not in love with, or uh, they're just guys filling the void in your life because you don't like being alone. You're not attracted to the two older guys, but you can travel with them and they can take care of you financially. They obviously like the way, the way things are and they don't want to change things. They sound married to me, although you didn't say that in this letter. Uh, the 21-year-old, you have him for sex, but he probably can't afford you or travel with you or on his retail manager's uh, salary. I get that, but again, you leave no room for your ideal man, and and I think it's it's back to you. You don't even have time for yourself, and you're the most important person in this entire letter. So I think you need to drop all of them and concentrate on yourself. That's what I think. Steve? Yeah, well, appreciate you writing in, lady, but I don't think you're telling the truth. <laughs> I just don't see it that way. And I have proof, because I... Look, you're a 29-year-old woman. Listen to this description. I have three boyfriends with something special. I'm a 29-year-old woman with a great job and a great body. <laughs> I have a pretty face, and I have three boyfriends. Now, okay, cool. You sound ideal. And now, here's where we get, I can't believe it. One boyfriend, 38, all company exec. Another one is 39, police detective. Third is 21. He's a manager at a retail store. They are all good financial providers. And the youngest one is much. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Why am I a good financial provider for you? Knowing what I know about men, that we don't do nothing. We don't do anything for nothing. Yeah, we don't do nothing uh-huh. without a reason behind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this has been going on for two years. He's an oil exec and a police detective. These are not stupid men. Mm-hmm. And so for two years, they've been providing you financial assistance, and they're very good at it. For what? <laughs> for what? Because she's not having sex with them, you're saying. Girl, bye. Body fit to play this game with you. Come back, I'll tell you the rest of it. Mm -hmm. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after. I have three boyfriends, but something's missing. Back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. This subject, I have three boyfriends, but something's missing. You know, uh, I found a lot of holes in this letter, and I don't know how y'all feel about it. Here's a woman say, I got three boyfriends, something. She's 29 years old, got a great job, great body, pretty face, and three boyfriends. One boyfriend, 38, he's an oil executive. 39-year-old is a uh, police detective. And uh, we got a 21-year-old that's manager at a retail store. Uh, uh, and, and But they are all good financial providers, and the youngest one is muscular and very handsome. Okay, see, hold up. 
So now once you say a man is a good financial provider, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that men don't do anything for nothing, <laughs> you can stop trying to tell me what you about to tell me in this letter coming up. Uh, the two older ones spoil me, and I travel extensively with one of them. Now, this woman has said in this letter, let me just get to this part. Uh, <clears throat> I know what you're wondering if I'm having sex with all three, right. and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm only having sex with the 21-year-old. Lady, bye. Stop. <laughs> you, you, you're, not, you're not telling the truth. You've been involved with these men for two years? Two years, Steve. An oil exec and a police detective, and this look at this one right here. The two older ones spoil me, and I travel extensively with one of them. Mm-hmm. He keep traveling with you to where? What, what, where y'all traveling to extensively? What man keeps buying you an airline ticket, and y'all travel extensively, where, when you get to where you go, where do you stay? Mm-hmm. Why you stay? And and why does he keep taking you on these trips? Are, are you kidding me, lady? Because she's got a great body and a pretty face and a great job, Steve. And he don't want that. <laughs> so I'm going to spend all this money traveling mm-hmm. with you and taking you places. And mm-hmm. we not screwing for two mm-hmm. years. That's what she said. You ain't that damn fine. That's not going to happen. Tommy Jr. No, sir. We doing something. This is not happening. Every time we together, I'm trying. Dog, listen to me. It's not, it doesn't make any sense. You've convinced two well-paid men to do this and to take care of you financially. Or the Mm -hmm. other lie is you ain't got that greater body. Your face mm-hmm. ain't that damn pretty. Something, something wrong in this letter. <laughs> One of them Man. is a lie. You know, oh, they taking wow. you around for counseling to help you better something. But something <laughs> in this letter is a lie. All right, now, here we go. I'm 5'9", and, and all the men are around my height. I would love a much taller man. If you got that good a body and mm. that pretty a face and you all that, how the hell you can't get a tall man? Girl, bye. I'm just telling you, it's too much in this letter that ain't adding up to me. But tall Not men don't on. like tall women for some reason. What? I never, I never heard that Short before. men like tall women. Men like women. Women. <laughs> we like ugly women, attractive women, full-figured women, thin women. Girl, yes, stop. <laughs> I know that you wonder if I'm having sex. Anyway, I'm only, I'm only having sex with the 21-year-old. That's a stupid decision. Yeah. That work at the retail store. And he's a good financial provider. How? Now he that at Walmart. He can take care of himself. And who are he responsible? He got no money for you. My friends don't believe that the other two men are spoiling me without having sex. Duh. <laughs> oh, they don't. Your friends ain't the only one, lady. Okay, so now, <clears throat> I have proof, but without me having sex, but I'm proof that it can happen. Okay. I thought I was going to start falling for the 21-year-old when we had sex, but I didn't. Because the only thing, I'm, you know why you ain't fall for him when you start having sex? Because he's 21. He probably ain't that good at it yet. Oh, he can do it more often 
but it ain't got the quality that it's going to have in the years to come. So once again, you'd have made another badass decision. Only thing I'm feeling is empty. I want one man that is a good provider, makes me feel safe, travels with me, and is good and bad. Excuse me. You keep wanting and expecting something that you're not willing to give. Mm. You want one man, but you got three. You want one man, but you ain't being one woman to no man. Right. So you keep expecting something that you're not willing to give. Ain't nobody finna make you their, yours if they don't think you are. Mm-hmm. You don't think them two dudes are smart enough to figure out that you're doing something somewhere else. That's why you ain't getting what you want. I don't want to be alone. You alone because you're making alone-type decisions, girl. Yeah. I'm at an age where all my friends will probably end up getting married for me because they got it right. I got two older boyfriends. They plan to settle down, and they still not ready. Like Shirley said, probably because they married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe I'm not the one for them. You don't sound like the one for nobody. I'm trying to focus on one man at a time, but I get bored. Well, okay, you miss excitement. You need more than one man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, and don't write me and Shirley no more. <laughs> she was Settle what down. She wants. This yeah. ain't working for All me. Right. It ain't working Thank for you, me. Steve. Then stop. It's your ignorant self. Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Junior and Sports Talk. Go, yeah. Junior. Thank you, Shirley. Um, in breaking news, J.J. White leaving the Texans. What? No, I'm just saying it could happen. Everybody else leaving today. I'm like, what? Oh, don't do me don't like that. Don't even matter. Junior. Don't even matter, Tommy. It could, it could just be happy. Hard leaving. Well, it wouldn't matter. So, <laughs> Hard you know, hey, leaving the Rockets. Yeah. yeah, it don't even matter. Mm-hmm. But tonight, everybody, is the NBA draft. Oh, my goodness, it's going down tonight. Uh, tonight, LaMelo Ball is the projected number one pick going to. LaMelo. Yeah, LaMelo Ball, man. Alonzo Ball's brother, man, is going to, um, is projected he's going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, Ooh, so man, he's yeah. well, quiet. Well, okay, well, he's going to disappear. Yeah, yeah, we can not go to the Timberwolves the is like going to no man's land. <laughs> Oh really? Really? Yeah, so, who, who 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 know what Timberwolves? Where they where they play at, Shirley? Where hey. did the Timberwolves play, Shirley? Arizona. Exactly. That's just the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. yeah. You're on exactly. the wrong end of the oh, state. Minnesota, Minnesota. Right, yeah, okay. Minneapolis. Yeah, that's where they play. Yeah, okay. yeah. So All right, the, I got the it. most famous <laughs> name lately gonna be on the Minnesota Timberwolves is LaMelo Ball, because we don't know who played. For the Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> you have He's no clue. Turn him around, Junior. Yeah, you have no clue tonight. But you know, it's also been reported now that James Harden says the reason he's leaving the Rockets is because mm-hmm. the owner of the Rockets, Tillman, supports President Trump, and he said he can't play under them circumstances. So he wants to play for a team without Trump supporters. News for you, Harden. They all Trump supporters. So where you gonna play? Yeah, and he'll well, be a couple gone of them, Junior. But I don't know if he's gonna be able to get in there. He'll be gone soon. But a hundred and two million I mean, dollar yeah. contract for two years. Well, I mean, two million, I play for Trump. I don't know. I don't know what y'all talking about. Hundred two million. Okay, really? Yesterday, Steve was with the KKK playing. Yeah. Now you're playing on the Trump's KKK team. Nationals. <laughs> Starting guard for the Ku Klux Klan Nationals. Stop it. Coming in at $103 million in two seasons. Yeah. yeah. 
please. Straight out of Welch, West Virginia, at six foot two, no longer has hops. Steve Harvey. Hey, uh, you run out on the court and snatch your hood off. Dog. <laughs> hey, dog. Hey, dog. My warm up suit is a clan outfit. Steve <laughs> These just jokes, people. They just jokes. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about pandemic Thanksgiving right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
a lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we all know that we're getting ready to celebrate a very Fauci-like Thanksgiving. And what I mean by that is there will be fewer people at your Thanksgiving table this holiday. So to the crew, um, i got to ask you guys, um, do you have some family members that are still arguing about coming to your house for Thanksgiving? And um, <laughs> that's one. And here's the second part of that. What are some of your traditions that you're keeping during this year's pandemic Thanksgiving? Because it's going to be different, you got to oh. admit. Yeah. It's going to be a yeah, lot different. That, that, yeah. that, that fried turkey going to happen no matter what. I don't give a damn who show up. The fried turkey going to be there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, it, yeah, it ain't really going to be no different at my house. Oh, really? Are you having okay. a Are you having a big celebration or small? You're keeping it small. I mean, you're still right? my just family. family. Kids. Yeah, it's just your family. My mother-in-law and them going to be here. Yeah. I mean, everybody got to get COVID tests because they old, so they can't be around nobody. Well, that's oh, different. Good. You that's, know, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's different. different. You got to take COVID mm-hmm. tests, come up in here, you know. <laughs> but other than that, it's, I don't really see no problem. You know, we stopped having them big gatherings after the, we had that year where they had their whole family over here. What and, happened? Who, who is they? Did you tell yeah, us about know. that? Yeah, Marjorie people are a little different, you know. They got in a big so We got a big island, so everybody got around the island. It was about uh-huh. probably, had to be 25, 30 people in a circle holding hands. And uh, they wanted to go around, and everybody had to. Uh, everybody, what? Everybody had to say something that they they was grateful for. Oh, okay. And so uh-huh. I was holding the hand uh, next to this slow man. I didn't know uh, oh, God, what was wrong Steve. with him, but he was slow. I didn't know. I didn't Are you gonna tell this going? Where is okay, this going? I'm just okay. What'd you ask me for? Oh Lord, why and did that's, I that's ask why you we don't question. have it no more. What happened? Uh, Well, now you want to know. And so, you know, everybody was going around the circle. It was going, uh, it was going uh, counterclockwise. So he was to my right. 
So I was holding his hand. I didn't want to. I just got stuck right there. Marjorie, mama was holding my hand. And I got stuck with him because he grabbed my hand. I tried to snatch away, but he was strong. <laughs> so I could, yeah, I tried to snatch away, but he was strong. He had me, oh, God. He had me, he had me lie. I was, I was punked up up under him. So, you know, he was, and, uh, <laughs> and everybody you. was going around the circle saying what they was grateful for. Uh-huh. And when they got to him. I absolutely hate him. Uh-huh. He said, I want to thank the Lord for the weather. <laughs> and so okay. I opened my eyes because, nice. mm-hmm. huh? That's yeah, nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, you had to, we was naming stuff you had to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Okay, the weather. Thank you. What's wrong with Who that? Who do that? More to be grateful. <laughs> can't judge his. Uh, yes, no. he's grateful. Okay, well, you want me to run? You want the rest of it? Yes. I want to thank the Lord for the weather. I want to thank the Lord for the coldness I'm able to feel. And then yeah. a thank him for, for all this heat in here. What? But it's but I'm still cold. Okay, <laughs> now I'm holding his hand. My eyes is wide open. I look directly across at my son Winton, uh-huh. and this fool whole body shaking with laughter. He lost it because <laughs> me and Winton because he's your son. So I look over at my wife. My wife is squinting through her eyes like you yeah. bet not. But I'm holding his hand. <laughs> now Marjorie, Mama next to me, she's squeezing my other hand. Going, Jesus, help him. Help him, Jesus, help him. Well, Jesus is not helping me. It's who you need to be praying for. And if it get any cold in here, it'll be hotter than I want it to. I'm thankful. Did I say it's hot? Cause it's really cold. Now dog, I'm in here. I hate you. I'm crying. I'm slobbling on myself. My nose is running. Slobbling. My wife is mouthing, you better stop. That's right. Nah. Me and Winton is over there hollering. So we had to cancel all the family Thanksgiving because. After that. Cause yeah. Not because of COVID, because right. of you. And not because you don't know how to act. All right, we'll have more of uh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We all know the holidays are looking a bit different, and most of America is planning on hitting the road instead of the skies to see family. You heard us going rogue last week, and we're continuing to go rogue by partnering with Nissan to bring you the ultimate Thanksgiving rogue trip playlist. With five different drive modes and advanced technology, the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue is perfect for your family road trip. And have you seen the features? They are unbeatable, like LED lights and two-tone color options on the exterior. And as we head out for the Thanksgiving holiday, we are looking for your help to create the ultimate Rogue Trip playlist. So jump on social media, tell us what songs should make our playlist by using the hashtag SHMS Rogue Trip. That's SHMS Rogue Trip to nominate your favorite song. Thanks to the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, your Thanksgiving road trip just got a little better. All right, Junior, we need one song from the 90s that you must what? have at night Rogue Trip. Yes, from the baby. Come on now. What? That's you, boo. That's you. Summer Rain, if you ain't got this on your playlist for a road trip, my God, what? 
I am on my way to Sam Houston to see a girl right now with this plan in 1998. What? Yeah, I'm on the way right now. You hear it? I'm on the way right now. What's her name, Jody? Brenda, I'll be right there, girl. I told you I'm on the way. I'm on 36. I'm on 36. I'm on 45. I'm coming through. Girl, I got this chest for you. You got to see this chest I put on. Look at those all right, thank you, Junior. Let's go rogue. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, uh, hard to miss you when you're always around. Uh, Steve, here's an email from Michelle out of Nashville. She says, hey, morning crew. My husband, Kevin, used to travel a lot for work, but the pandemic has stopped all of that. And, and so my question to you is, Steve, how do you deal with the significant other who used to travel a lot for work and now they don't travel and they are getting on your nerves? Well, um, that's me. Uh, I'm probably on Marjorie's nerves. It's Michelle uh, from Nashville, Marjorie from Memphis. You're right. I, it, it, I, I can relate to that. I'm usually like really busy on planes, mm-hmm. going here, going right, there, or right. just at work and mm-hmm. you know traveling around and stuff. So it's it's tight, man. It does, you know, and. Um, it's 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 something that all of us got to deal with. You know, this yeah. is real for all of us. If you're married and you're in the house with someone, they gonna get on your nerves. Mm. For sure. And I know good and hell well I'm on her nerves. <laughs> you know, if you and used you know, to travel a lot. Yeah. Hey yeah. man, and you can stop all that. I make the money and all this. It don't mean nothing. You still on their damn nerves. <laughs> but what you got to do is, man, you got to carve out some self time. Even if you live together, you got mm-hmm. to get outside. You got to go for walks alone. Okay. <laughs> alone. <laughs> you cannot take the person that's on your nerves on your walk. <laughs> you know, you got to get outside, man. Uh-huh. You got to go to a park where that's not crowded and walk mm-hmm. through the grass, walk around the park, mm-hmm. go down to a track and get some fresh air. You've, and you've got to stay gone for a minute. So they'll miss and you. And then you got to come back in there and deal with it. That's my Couple best suggestion. Couple hours at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Tommy, what you got? You're what? married. Hey, <laughs> what are you snapping about? <laughs> Did, is what? this close to your heart? Are you, yeah. you sensitive right now? What's going on? What? Just, I'm just saying. Just get out of the house. Are you in What? I go get lost. You ever tried to just get lost when you can't make your way back home? I do that. So where'd you I go? I wander. Yeah. Where, where'd you go? Wander. You wander I live in the around. woods. Just wander in the woods. Just fine. Just go here. Wander go in the woods? Out. Yeah. Don't leave no popcorn dropping. Trying to get Are you yeah. Hansel and we're Gretel? Gonna, yeah. We're going to mess around it. <clears throat> Have to be looking for your ass with search yeah. parties and helicopters. <laughs> Keep Take on some going out there in the woods. Yeah. Down there in Texas, all them hillbillies, <laughs> mad about this election. That's black ass go right there. <laughs> Joe Biden. No. No. Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So just you know? the, the main advice is try to carve some time out for yourself where you're alone. Even stay. though you're at the house together, quarantine, yeah. and all that, you still yeah. have self-care. Some, time you alone. do. Okay. You absolutely do. 
You Because you're getting on do. each other's nerves for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. that's normal. And find yeah. you another place in the house that you can stay. Because half what? the time, that, that one room y'all stay in together, that's not uh-huh. working all the time. Find a guest room or something that you well, can. Well, maybe. What if people don't yeah, have that, got a guest room, yeah. room hey, uh, And you're going to have to get a garage. Hey, rich boy. Rich boy. What? Rich boy. Uh-huh. No. Find a guest room. Stop. All right. Let uh, it out. You couldn't wait. To closing say remarks and last yeah. break of the day coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts okay guys before we get to steve's closing remarks steve this is our last break of the day we do have to take care of a little voting information business okay first of all you can go to voting uh, vote.org but we got to tell you that for georgia the uh georgia senate runoff dates this is the deal okay you can request your absentee ballot now december 7th is voter registration's deadline okay if you're going to register to vote you have to do it by december 7th december 14th through the 31st is early voting and january 5th 2021 is election day so please we gotta go georgia we gotta do this vote for reverend Raphael warnock and john ossoff okay and young people this is especially for the young people 22 young people, Steve, in the state of Georgia will turn 18 between the dates of, well, now and January 5th. So if your birthday is between now and uh, January 5th, please go register. You have to do it before or by on December 7th, okay? You have to do it during that time. December 7th is the cutoff date. That's the deadline. You, you want to do this so your young voice at 18 can be heard. That is a right. Yeah. Exercise yeah. your right. Yeah, you can start participating right. now. Mm-hmm. This is important, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah. Let, let, mm-hmm. let me let me let me help you understand something. We have an opportunity to prove beyond. Hey, can you take that music up? It's on your Who nerves. Is that back there. What is they doing? Hey, <laughs> bonk, bonk, bonk. that's hey. our girl, the beautiful <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> okay, we have an opportunity with this election in the state of Georgia to send an even more clear message. See, y'all, I I really do appreciate how you showed up at the polls because you did that, man. You really, really did that. Uh, You know, I kept saying that if you really want them to believe that black lives matter, show them at the polls. See, that will be never again can they discount you at the polls anymore because of what you did in Milwaukee because of what Wayne County did in Detroit 
And the way Ryan Wayne County responded yesterday when the two Republicans tried to block the uh, certification of the ballot, and Detroit went off, black and white, and they went off. But because of your vote in Wayne County, it flipped Michigan. And then the beat came down here to Atlanta, Georgia. And the, the whole race was so tight until they got to DeKalb, Fulton County, Savannah, Columbia, Atlanta, and started counting them votes. We already know who that is. We flipped Georgia. And then they went up to Philly, and he was winning handily in Philly. And then they started counting them votes in Pittsburgh and, 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 and Philly. And, oh, my goodness, we did it again. We proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that our vote matters. See, if you, you, you don't think they paid attention to that, they sick to their stomach. That's why they're trying to invalidate the whole process and all like that in Colorado. But listen to me. We have some unfinished business. Now, they are counting on that we shot our best shot. They are counting on that we are going to get complacent. They are counting on the fact that traditionally they get these Senate seats by because nobody does runoffs and nobody goes to vote for those secondary positions outside of major elections. We're not having that this time. We're paying close attention. See, black people done got tired of the way you're treating us. This is what this is about. This is a message of saying, we're not asking you to do anything for us, but we are requiring that you stop doing things to us. See, we sick of your divisive rhetoric. We tired of you up in the proud boys. We tired of you in here building your walls and banning Muslim traveling, getting people out the country on docking, getting mad at everybody that kneel because you're going to flip the script so you can have an agenda. We getting mad. We still remember you sending them that full page ad in an article about them five boys in Central Park that didn't even commit that crime and you wanted them to pay. Hey man, we hip to this. We're tired of it. We're tired of what you've been doing for us. We tired of your rhetoric, man, that has raised the level of bigotry and racism in this country. You did this. You did this. And now you have to pay. You can't do things to innocent people over and over and over. You've been doing it for four years. And now you have to pay. Sir, the gig is up. You have to pay. Now, to as a parting gift, on your way out at the inauguration, we're going to remove two Senate seats as our gift to you for all you have done to us, claiming to have done more for us than any other president since Abraham Lincoln. And I still can't think of any damn thing you've done for us, but I can give you a list of things you've done to us. As a parting gift and on your way out, we, the brothers and sisters, and like-minded people of Georgia would like to send with you with all our love and gratitude for all you've done to us. We want to finally do something to you. On behalf of the country, we would like to send you off and them two Senate seats in Georgia, you can take them with you. We would like to hand you uh, Kelly, Kelly, uh, whatever, Leffler, whatever. And we would like to hand you Purdue and take both of them with you. Take your negative ads that Kelly Leffler's doing. Take your Purdue, and y'all just go somewhere. Take all that with you. 
and we're going to see if we can put a little bit more unity back in this country. We don't, we're not going to always agree on policy, and we got that. But you're not going to ram this bigotry and hatred down our throats. We got there always be a discussion about women's rights to decision. Oh, we got that there always be immigration decisions we have to make. We got that. But what you going to stop doing, no, you're going to stop ramming down our throat that black lives don't matter. See, quit showing us that blue lives matter and all lives matter. That's not what we're saying. We think that blue lives matter, and we do respect that all lives matter. We just want ours to matter the same. That's all black lives matter is saying. And for white people that don't understand that, could you just try to get that through your head unless you don't want to? I'm take them center seats with your ass, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, all right, that's huh? perfect. Take them with you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 